Hey, hey, it's your girl Sasha, and I'm back with another Say What's Really Real podcast episode. I'm chilling poolside right now, so please forgive me if you hear birds tripping in the background or cars riding past on the highway. I'm just catching the vibe, and I wanted to bring you guys a new podcast episode. So it always feels great to be back, and today I wanted to dive into a topic that I hope that you can resonate with. Um, as I'm wrapping up my master's degree journey, with graduation just a few weeks away, I can't help but think back to what I was like and what my life was like before I began on this journey a little over two years ago. A major part of growth and healing comes from self-reflection, so I try my best to self-reflect as often as possible to make sure that I'm moving forward or to determine if I need time to reflect and or heal before I'm able to move forward and, and do so. The aunties would call that checking yourself. You know, I, like, I, I feel like that was a 90s song, like, check yourself before you wreck yourself. I could be wrong, but I feel like that was a 90s song. <laughs> um, and I feel like that's solid advice. Being able to recognize the things that don't align with your peace is a life skill. The saints would call it discernment, and that's the ability to judge well. And even after being consistent and practicing discernment, there's going to be times where you have misjudgment. And that's okay. We're human and we were not made to be perfect, right? And the goal is to lessen the amount of misjudgments that you have. You know, as you get older, you're supposed to get more mature, more wise, and that should lessen um, your inability to be able to make good decisions, right? It's like, uh, you know, your parents know at 18, you might not be ready to leave the nest. You know, become 21, 22, 23, you know, just having those life experiences build up over the years will allow you to mature, will allow you to make mistakes, but also learn from those mistakes to be able to make better decisions, to have better judgment, right? So, um, I feel like, you know, like I said, the goal is to lessen the, the amount of misjudgments, but you're not perfect, so there's not going to be a life that you live here on earth today where you'll have no uh, bad decisions uh, to occur. So, um, oftentimes, our hearts, uh, they tune out what our mind, what our minds cause. Uh, our hearts will tune out our minds, causing those moments of disconnect. And we care more about the emotions of the situation than our regard to the logistics of the situation. Especially if you're an empath, like me. Uh, me and you feel emotions heavier than others um, and and um, as an empath it's very easy to embody other people's problems situations emotions and so on I often find myself watching a TV show or a movie as soon as something sad happens or even something happy like I like, fuss out in tears um, it's like my mind will mimic the emotions of the actors or uh, like I can feel everything that's going on in the scenes and I know I'm not the only one I'm not the only one but seriously uh, it does correlate to life like honestly some of us can say that we take on other people's problems from strangers to loved ones and over time the continuation of that it will bear a load that is too heavy to carry and it's also a load that's not yours to carry to begin with, right? Like, why are we creating issues for ourselves, honestly? 
um, it's not yours to carry to begin with. Life is complex and it comes with a journey that's filled with trials made specifically for you. And though there's absolutely nothing wrong with showing compassion for others or being a blessing to others, it's important that we focus on our load first. A helping hand, it can only provide temporary assistance. And temporarily helping does not allow us enough time um, enough time to pass for you to be able to pick up someone else's full load. This is why boundaries are so important. Uh, once you make it clear over time that you have your own situations to tend to, people will shy away from seeking your assistance and your input as often. Or you can simply um, like tell them you want them to ask if it's okay for them to share what they're going through. Like expectations can really be the thief of joy. Like you can't expect certain things because that's what you want it to be. Um, it's natural to vent to one another. It just takes a turn when it's only one person doing all the venting and the other person is doing all the listening without the roles ever being reversed. So to avoid that kind of situation, uh, it's important that we ask our counterparts uh, if they have the mental capacity to be uh, vented to that day. You never know what people are going through in the moment and you just calling them to dump your entire load on top of the load they already have is very unfair. You know, as kids in high school, you know, that's cool, but adults have real things going on. So it's important that you keep that in mind. Um, if that person says yes, be sure to check in with them too. Ask them if they are okay and if they also need a sounding board to vent off to. Um, those things may sound extra and dramatic and people uh, would like to say, you know, it doesn't take that much in a relationship. Relationships take work. All types of relationships. Romantic relationships, platonic relationships, uh, your sneaky link relationship, whatever it is, they all take work. Um, and if you care about people, you'll be willing to do these things that I feel um, they may sound heavy, but with practice and over time, like, it'll just become normal and it's just a small thing honestly so i i think that in doing these things um over time they'll also strengthen your relationships um, because it'll show the other person that you're intentional um, that you care about what they're going through um, that you're mindful um, just being attentive you know um, but uh, it also will allow you if you're the person uh, always being vented to, it'll allow you to not feel as bogged down um, because you're always normally on the listening end. So just let it be a reminder that it's not yours to carry. Be mindful of your um, of your limit. Like you know what you can and cannot handle. The other person has no idea. You probably they probably like, oh, that's my strong friend. Whenever I need her, she is there. She is my person. She is this. She is that. He is this. He is that. We are all people. We have all we all have our moments. We just don't want to be bothered. Um, when we're going through things and we might, may not necessarily want to vent to anybody or talk to anybody about it, but no one knows. So people are still calling you to lean on you. They don't know. So it's very uh, important that you at least let people know you go like you can't talk. You don't. You're not able to or. Ask them. Ask, ask the person you're trying to get to. Like, oh, you good? Can you talk today? And they'll let you know. Um, 
I, I, I had a bad habit early on in my twenties. Uh, many of us had a lot of bad habits, right? I had, I had a few. Um, and this one is where I thought that my friends and my loved ones and partners and everybody, they just knew me. Like I was just, they just knew everything about me inside and out. And I would get so upset when no one noticed that I was going through things. And um, I, I wouldn't say that I made it very evident. I'm very good at having a poker face and laughing through pain and all that type of stuff. Um, so it's really silly to think that people would know. But as I got older, I realized that it's unfair to think that people can't read your mind. Um, and it's imperative that you speak how you feel while at the same time allowing room for them to do the same. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't let, you know, mama call to tell you about her crazy day or that you should not pick up um, the phone when your homegirl calls to spill the tea. I'm simply saying that if you have a choice to pick up um, and you choose to do so, that, that you should be mindful and recognize if you are in a space where you're able to first listen. Because another thing I learned uh, in my late 20s is that most of the time people are not calling you because people are not calling you to vent because they want advice they're calling you because they want someone to listen they don't want someone to pass judgment they just want someone to listen um, so just be mindful of that second if you choose to listen you should just hear what they say just listen just hear what they want to say and when the conversation is over let those words drop with the call like don't let it linger don't think about it too much let those words drop with the call if you choose not to answer be sure to let the other person know um that you're just not at your best today or you just you're not available to talk and maybe schedule time to talk later just be honest like we have one lifetime um you know, the goal is not to hurt anyone's feelings, but you also have to protect yourself, right? So just be honest. Um, and they they can do with, with that information, whatever they choose when you tell them, like, I'm not able to talk today, right? Your first job is to protect you and your well-being. You can't help a soul if your soul is in disarray. So the next time you see a certain someone call, or you find yourself in an uncomfortable or heavy situation, just remember it is not yours to carry. All right, y'all. Until next time, continue to say what's really real.